Good afternoon, folks. It's that time of the day again, time for the elephant in the room on WJAS 1320 AM and 99.1 FM Talk. This is your host, Sam DeMarco, and as usual, I'm joined in the studio by my trusty producer, Dazzling Daryl Grandy, and back today, Daryl, from his secret mission, yeah, right. is our executive director, John Schneider. There he is. You know, he had a secret mission last week. He was you know, behind enemy lines. You know, on the other side of the state, but he's back today. Does this mean John? Now? John, say a few words so our listeners know that you're actually here. I'm here, but I'm I'm really excited about this show. When we when we planned this a week ago, this is a great idea. I'll let you introduce our guest here, but I'm really happy. Well, I thought he'd be tight lipped after. Uh, I, I thought, know he, after the he, secret you know, mission, he'd come back tight lipped. He cer- he certainly exceeded his quota. You know, as far as words are concerned. I mean, you know, John makes Calvin Coolidge look loquacious. Okay, <laughs> but uh, we're also again. Folks, this is a special, special pleasure and special show for me because joined in studio here right now by a mentor of mine, someone I've looked up to for many, many years, and someone who was the first county executive here in Allegheny County, and that would be Jim Roddy. Jim, welcome to the show. Well, thank you, Sam. It uh, It's good to be here. I'm in this studio a lot because I have a show, as you know, uh, called Heroes, mm-hmm. and uh, we we tape our shows uh, every Tuesday here, and I hear hear the stories about you coming in and, and talking about politics, so I'm glad to glad to finally join you. Well, it's great to have you here, you know, and you talk about talking about politics, boy, I bet I wish, I bet some of the folks wish I would talk about something other than politics occasionally, but boy, this does soon seem to consume you, and especially, Jim, like now, you know, here we are <clears throat> just days before a crucial, a crucial election in which we're going to elect the next county executive here in Allegheny County. And we'll have a surprise for you listeners in just a moment. But, you know, this is going to determine the direction. Do we reverse the decline that we've been on? I mean, we've lost 50,000 jobs in the last five years. We've lost 12,000 residents. You know, in all of the polls, people feel that the county is going in the wrong direction. Or, are we going to take and hasten that wrong direction and go right off the cliff if we elect, you know, the progressive that's running against our, our, our candidate? Well, a lot of people don't realize what's happening in Allegheny County with the population loss. We actually are slowly dying mm-hmm. by a few thousand every year. And what happens when you lose population is that the people that leave don't take the streets and sidewalks and pipes and water pipes and sewer pipes with them. They leave them for the rest of us to pay taxes. Right. And so when the population goes down, we have all of this infrastructure to support. And consequently, the taxes have to go up. Mm -hmm. And there's nothing more discouraging to people that live in a county than a place where they keep raising your taxes. And when that happens... They move to Washington County or Butler County or some other county. And while it's good that they stay in the region, uh, it's not very good for Allegheny County and Pittsburgh. The city of Pittsburgh once had uh, 76,000 children in their uh, school dis- in mm-hmm. their public schools. Today, it's 22,000. Now, 76,000 to 22,000, is a rem- that's a big, big de- decline. The problem is much of the same infrastructure and a lot of the same administrative structure is still there. So 
the average cost now of a student in public school in in the city of Pittsburgh is about $34,000. Right. You can go to the best private school for that kind of money. And and we don't have very good outcomes. Well, you hit the nail on the head, Jim, when you talked about one of the major problems that we have here is that we have a declining population, but our costs keep going up. And you talked about the Pittsburgh Public School Districts, and as Jim outlined for our listeners, you know, our enrollment is down, but their budgets keep increasing, and it means they keep adding folks. Uh, they probably have overcapacity in their buildings by like 60%, and they're adding administrators and teachers and things like that. Or not even teachers, but but uh, administrators, Okay. And this is causing the cost of education to soar, but yet the results aren't there, you know? So, you know, Jim, that's that's just one of the big problems. Well, what's one of the parts? The other problems are the crime downtown. Uh, a lot of people are very, very concerned about it. And a lot of people are moving out of downtown. Mm-hmm. And and I can't, I can't think of anybody recently that has gone downtown and opened an office. Well, that's why I'm so excited to have this show today. Because in studio, along with you, you as the first county executive and the man we hope to be our next county executive, here with us, ladies and gentlemen, is Joe Rocky. Joe, welcome to the show. Sam and Jim, it's great to be here with both of you. Well, it's great great to have you here. I mean... Well, you you look remarkably uh, well uh, after several... How many months have you been campaigning now? Uh, well, we're in November, so it's uh, 11 months of activity going on uh, all around the county, talking to a lot of great people. Uh, Jim, I want to thank you specifically. You were one of the people I talked to early on. You offered to be, or accepted, let me say, maybe I ask, uh, to be our campaign chair. So we've been working together from the beginning, and I, I greatly appreciate your support throughout it. Well, I think you're the perfect candidate. Uh, you, you've got the right background. Uh, and running the county is, uh, is a difficult job. It's complex. Not, not only the 6,000 employees and the multi-billion dollar budget, but you've got the airport and the Port Authority and Alcasan and all of those other things that you've got to be concerned about. And we have, we have a, just one department is around a billion dollars, the Department of Human Services. Mm-hmm. And uh, the city of Pittsburgh has no human service department at all, and they have no services. And so the county has picked all of that up. Now, <clears throat> some of the things that, that uh, have been outsourced are things like the zoo and the aviary and uh, Phipps Conservatory. They were privatized, and they are thriving and doing extremely well. Uh, but but the rest of the rest of the infrastructure of the city of Pittsburgh is in real trouble. And what they they're not planning. Uh, I saw the city budget, and they're they're o- overestimating the amount of money they're going to be taking in. Because when they if they do a reassessment, and I know you you have talked about you don't think it's time to do a reassessment. But if they do one in in the city of Pittsburgh, <coughs> all those office buildings are going to go way down because of half of them are, are 20%, 30%, 50% empty. And so the, the taxes will go down, and who is going to have to pay the homeowners will have to make up that difference. 
Jim, you are 100% correct. If you do a countywide property reassessment, you have to assess everything. So in the city, the impact is the office buildings. And in the suburbs, the impact is the retail properties. The retail properties are all going to go down in a countywide tax reassessment. Uh, And as an example, the mall at Robinson cost $110 million to build in 2003. So that's 20 years ago, $110 million. Last year, it sold for $43 million. So it's in Indicative of all of the retail properties in the county are going to go down. So the city, it's going to be the the the, the big office buildings in in the county, the suburbs. It's going to be the uh, the the retail properties. And the only place to push that tax burden is going to be into the homeowners, which is why I've said repeatedly we will not do a countywide tax reassessment. Because doing a countywide tax reassessment is going to increase the taxes of almost every homeowner in Allegheny County. And when you do that, you're going to force the homeowners that are on a fixed income out of their homes because they've experienced inflation of 25 or 30 percent over the last three or four years in aggregate. They haven't seen their Social Security check go up anywhere near that much. And now you're going to increase the tax burden on the home that they live in you're going to cause them to have to leave their home, which is just an absolute disaster for our county. Well, and I think the, the low-income seniors are, are most at risk. And uh, people that have been property owners for years and years and years, and, and uh, now they, they fear that the taxes are going to cause them to have to leave their home. And uh, I know that you have a plan to, to keep that from happening. That's exactly right. And I mean, you know, the number one thing you have to do is you have to run an efficient government, right? So, Jim, you likely know that when the original charter was signed and uh, we we went and placed it in 2025, every county department has to re-justify itself. Now, it's not going to be hard to re-justify, you know, the county departments. They're all meaningful, they're all important, and they're all necessary. But it does give you an opportunity under that mandate to look at what we're doing, to challenge the activities that are going on to look for opportunities to make things better so we serve more clients, which is citizens of Allegheny County, um, and to do it cheaper, potentially, in some places, which will create the capacity to serve more people. We're not going to go cut expenses. I promise you our budget isn't going to get smaller. It's just not possible given the inflationary environment. But if we can serve 12 people instead of 10 people in a particular activity, that's good for our county. That's good for the people in need in our county. And so that's where our focus will be. Well, and I think the, uh, the, the zero-based budgeting is a good idea for not just the county. It's for everybody, uh, for families, for for companies. Uh, corporations often do that, uh, have zero-based. I, I work for a, a man that called us all in one day, and he said, we need a 10% cut in our in our budgets and I want all of you to cut 10% and someone said well we're doing we're doing very well our revenues are up our profits are up he said we don't have any spaces left in the parking lot we need to get rid of about 10% of the people and that way we'll have some places available to park and he said that and we thought he was joking but he was serious but he knew he knew that we could, if we were smart, that every one of us could probably cut our division by 10% and still be efficient. And and so he was a, a wise old man. Well, uh, you know, the 
the budgeting aspects are part of what the county executive has to make sure gets accomplished. And, you know, as county executive, what we want to do is we want to bring efficiency. And I'll, I'll give an example for you. So, you know, we have a permitting process when a company wants to bring their business here, they want to expand their business. We have to streamline that process, not so much to cut cost, but to make the process of the approval quicker easier, more effective. So companies, when they come here, know they have a county government that wants to work with them, isn't going to sit on things, isn't going to delay their approval process, is going to allow them to get to work in Allegheny County, which is what they really want to do. And that's, that's, that's a big point because, you know, uh, U.S. Steel in this region had planned a $1.5 million project, $1.5 billion, I'm sorry, project out here in the Mon Valley. And in the two years it took to get approval, from the county health department, the things that took place over that two-year two period allowed them to change their mind and redirect that money to purchasing a plant out there in Arkansas. And I was just out there uh, earlier this week on two, on Monday out in the Mon Valley at the Clareton Works where they took and they had two new battery-powered locomotives that had been converted from diesel. You know, and I was talking to the president of U.S. Steel, and he was talking about they'd love to be here for another 100 years. But, you know, government plays a role here, okay? And if we don't take and proactively try to protect not just the jobs that we have here, but try to look for folks to be able to expand their operations and bring new ones here, we'll be on an even steeper path of decline from a declining tax base and people finding it difficult to feed and house their families. Yeah, I just heard a story about a company that uh, wanted to build in Pitts in the Pittsburgh area, somewhere in uh, in uh, the county, and they went to Ohio because it was going to take them a year and a half mm-hmm. to get all the permits, and the Ohio got the permits for them in three weeks. Yes, and so they settled there. Uh, so, Jim, you are that is exactly the kind of stories we hear as we move around the county, and that's exactly what we have to attack. We have to streamline our approval processes, and you know we have to follow the law, and we have to make sure that our the companies that are coming here follow our environmental laws, follow our building codes, et cetera. We absolutely have to do that, but we have to do it quicker. We do, and it's all about jobs. Uh, jobs create everything. Uh, jobs help pay the taxes. Jobs uh, help uh, the schools to grow, uh, and and but in addition to jobs, people want to be safe. And there's a lot of people in Pittsburgh, the city particularly, and some of them in the suburbs that don't feel as safe today as they did five years ago, or ten years ago, or twenty-five years ago. We we used to talk about the city, and I would talk about how we were the safest city in the country, a major city. We had the lowest crime rate, and we can't brag about that anymore. And that's something that we we better correct very soon or we're going to be in real trouble. So, Jim, it's interesting you use that uh, comment about being the safest. When we issued our five-point public safety plan, we called for our goal is to make Allegheny County the safest municipality in all of the country. That is what we're striving for. And as we focus on that, you know, you mentioned uh, where we are today. You know, last year was the worst year for crime in Allegheny County in 25 years. 
And so, you know, we're starting in a bad place and we have a lot of opportunity to improve and create public safety. You know, public safety is incredibly important for everyone in Allegheny County. You know, we want our children to feel safe when they leave our home, when they go to their school. We want to know that our parents, wherever they are, are safe if they go to the mall, right? We, we, we want to know that we're safe when we go to downtown to go to work, right? We, when you have people who are concerned or anxious about their safety, they're not as productive. Children don't learn as well. By the way, they leave their home less, right? They're less engaged in their life. You know, we talk about having a mental health crisis. Big part of our mental health crisis is people are shut in because they're afraid to leave their home. We got to let people get out, use the lovely parks that the county offers, you know, use the many services that the county offers. You do that by getting out of your house. You leave your house when you feel safe. Our commitment is to make Allegheny County the safest municipality in all of the country. Well, that's uh, that and the creation of jobs uh, are two of the most important things. What would you what would you make your third most important? Well, the, 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 we, we talked a little bit about taxes. You know, for, 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 for me, it's public safety, it's jobs, and it's taxes. Um, but a, a close part of public safety is also to acknowledge the homeless crisis that we have in Pittsburgh. And, you, you know, to acknowledge that, you said this earlier in, in the conversation, you know, it's the county that offers the health and human services. It's the county that is there to support the homeless individuals. And we have to bring to bear for the homeless in our county, you know, a path forward that allows them with compassion to get off of the streets. And so in, in many ways, it fits into public safety because it starts with enforcing our drug laws. If we enforce our drug laws, what's going to happen is individuals who are you know, living here as homeless, but really are camping for access to drugs, are going to say, well, do I really want to be there if I can't have access to drugs? And so, you know, we have to stop the sale of drugs and the open-air drug markets that exist in our city as a starting point to not only make our city safer, but to also help to bring compassion to the homeless. You know, there is Zero compassion in allowing people to overdose and die in the city of Pittsburgh. And it is happening on a regular basis. It's not talked about in the media because it's not a, a big, sexy story. But it is happening, and every time it happens, somebody tells me because they know what I'm doing and they know the compassion I bring to focusing on and working with the homeless. But we have got to stop the easy access to drugs if we're going to stop the overdoses that are occurring and the people dying in our streets. Well, that's exactly right. I, I can take you downtown right now and show you places where they openly are using drugs, mm -hmm. shooting up, and, and uh, hypodermic needles all over the place, and right in broad daylight, and, and nobody, and people just ignore it and walk around. And you, we can't keep doing that. Well, Jim, this is why it's so critical that the voters in Allegheny County go to the polls on Tuesday and elect Joe Rocky as the next county executive. Because Joe has experience, you know, in dealing with the homelessness, and he can also provide the leadership from a county level to demonstrate to the people of Allegheny County what needs to be done. In the city right now, there is a lack of leadership from coming from the mayor's office. The mayor comes out and says, we're not trying to criminalize homelessness. We're not going to allow you to criminalize it. No one's trying to criminalize homelessness, but what we want to do 
is stop the crimes that are taking place within and around that community. And that's why it's important for us to enforce the ordinances, enforce the laws, right? Get the people that need help, help that's available through the county's Department of Human Services. But we absolutely have to clean this up. And, you know, Joe, while overseeing the county, doesn't directly oversee the city. Having the bully pulpit of the county executive's office will allow him to point out what needs to be done. You know, Milton Freeman, I saw something that he did many years ago, and people were talking to him about, we need to elect the right people. And Milton Friedman said, it's not about electing the right people. It's about making it politically profitable for even the wrong people to do the right thing. <laughs> and I believe that that's something that Joe, with the leadership that he's able to provide, that we can show these folks, this is the way, and you need to act on this because it's not politically expedient for Democrats or for Republicans or for independents. It's the right thing to do for the people of Allegheny County and the people that we all represent. Well, Joe, you tell us a story about uh, that you worked on uh, PNC Bank. You were there for 25 years. You're one of the, the top uh, executives. But you worked on a project that addressed that very issue, didn't you? Yeah, so, uh, you know, I come at the homeless situation with a great deal of compassion and have taken time to, you know, as they say, get your hands dirty trying to solve the problem. You know, PNC, along with UPMC and AHN, came together with the county and the city and opened Second Avenue Commons. I was PNC's executive lead on the opening of Second Avenue Commons. Second Avenue Commons is what is called a low barrier shelter, right? It is the new homeless shelter in Pittsburgh. It's it's a low barrier shelter. What that means is is that individuals that are still using can enter Second Avenue Commons and get the treatment that they need, get the opportunity to move forward. This is not about arresting the users. You know, many families have been touched by drug addiction. It is not about arresting the users of the drugs. It's about arresting the people selling the drugs. It's about stopping the drug flow into Allegheny County. That's what our opportunity is. But, you know, in addition to, you know, being involved in Second Avenue Commons, I'm also uh, involved at St. Joseph's House Hospitality. It has 60 men in it every night. Uh, it's at the at the base of the, the Hill District in, on Bedford Avenue. Uh, it's an incredible facility, but it gives 60 men a chance to keep moving their lives forward. They have made it to the path where they are no longer uh, using. They're sober. And now is the opportunity for them to take the next step forward in getting back with their families. And then lastly, you know, my wife and I regularly feed the the homeless at the red door. And, you know, touching and working with the homeless is important to understand. These are good people who have stumbled in their life. They need help. They need a hand. And that's where the county services come into play. And they need an opportunity to get back on their feet. Uh, and they want to. Almost every single person who's homeless wants to get off of the street. We have to help them do that. That's where the compassion comes in. I think there's another thing uh, that you can bring, and I know you have talked about this, but uh, we, we've not got to tear down the walls between Republicans and Democrats. When I was elected, I was the first Republican elected uh, in the county leadership for, I guess, since the 1930s. Uh, and and I, I decided that I was going to hire people on merit. And uh, I had a lot of Republicans that said, oh, clean out the courthouse. Uh, they're all Democrats, just clean out the courthouse. And 
And I said, I'm not going to do that. There's a lot of good people here and a lot of people doing really good work. So I'm going to keep those. And so when I was hiring, I was told to send me two or three names that they had vetted. And I wanted to know about their credentials and I know what their background is. And, but don't, let, don't say whether they're a Republican or a Democrat. And after I'd been there for four years, we found that we, we had hired two-thirds Democrats and one-third Republicans, which is exactly the registration mm -hmm. uh, in the county. So it was very important uh, to me that, that everybody had a chance, to re not just the ward leaders, uh, the, the old-time ward leaders that uh, didn't come to work. We had, we had 188 people that didn't come to work uh, on, the, on the payroll, and so I fired them all. Uh, they... They sued me. Uh, <laughs> I won the cases. <laughs> when we got to court, the judges just threw all of them out because they said, you didn't come to work? <laughs> that's an easy Well, maybe decision. they didn't come to court, too. <laughs> yeah, that, that's an easy decision. But, but that's, that's the kind of leadership that we need. We need people that take away the political designation. You need people that do the right things for the, for the right reasons. Yeah, so Jim, that's that's incredible advice. I, I've said from the beginning that I represent the middle in Allegheny County. Uh, it's not about the R or the D or even the I. It's about the middle. And I think the middle is the true majority in Allegheny County. And I think when you're hiring, you said another very brilliant thing in there. You hire on merit. You hire person a person who is qualified to do the job, the best person qualified to do the job. And you know, if you do that every time, regardless of political affiliation, and they represent the middle, in other words, they're not stepping into the job in an ideological place. They're stepping into the job with, I'm here to do this job and represent the middle of our county. We will be successful. Speaking of doing the job, folks, we got to take a break right now, pay the bills. This is, uh, we'll be right back after the break uh, with the elephant in the room on WJAS 1320 AM. Folks, welcome back to the elephant in the room. I'm here joined in studio by Jim Roddy, the first county executive, and Joe Rocky, the man vying to be the next county executive. Now, before the break there, we were talking about some different things, but hey, I, I want to really switch, switch signals here. And, and Joe, I want to give the opportunity uh, here we are the Saturday before the election. I want to give you the opportunity to speak directly to our listeners and tell them why you should be the person they vote for on Tuesday to be their next county executive. Well, Sam, thank you for that. And, and to all of the listeners, uh, you know, for me, I've said throughout this that this race is about jobs, public safety, and taxes. And we've come out and have a very strong point of view on, on public safety. We're supported by the Pittsburgh police, the county police, the state police, and the corrections officers at the jail. We have a five-point plan to go actually make Allegheny County the safest municipality in the country. We are focused on jobs. We call it our jobs renaissance. We have a six-point plan to actually bring jobs back to Allegheny County. And, you know, the the... The bottom of that list, number six, is I will go out and sell Allegheny County to companies looking to expand or onshore to bring good-paying, family-oriented jobs to Allegheny County. Uh, I'll be in 100 companies in the first year in office. 
And then, of course, it's, it's about taxes. And if you watched any of the debates, you saw that my opponent waffles on whether we're going to do a countywide tax reassessment or not. And I've said earlier in this, in this show, we will not do a countywide tax reassessment. It is stealth for we're going to raise the taxes of every, every homeowner in Allegheny County and force people on fixed incomes out of their homes. So if you listen to those three, the last component is it's about leadership. And if you look at my track record, I've been a change leader my entire life. I've been a problem solver who brings practical solutions and gets them implemented. And that's what we're offering Allegheny County. To win this election, we need everyone listening to get out the vote. We need you to either fill out your mail-in ballot if you haven't already. It's a little late. You probably have to take it with you now. Well, no, it has to be turned in by 8 p.m., on election day. Yeah, you gotta you gotta <clears throat> turn it in on, on election day. But if you haven't done a mail-on ballot, or even if you have, it's about getting out and making sure your vote counts. This is a very unique opportunity for Allegheny County. The last Republican is sitting beside me, and that's Jim. And Jim, you won by how many votes? Five thousand five hundred. Five thousand five hundred. It's a very small percentage of one, the total one point five percent. And and this election's gonna be that close as well. So we need everybody who believes in what we're talking about to actually make sure they show up and put their vote in to make sure it's counted. And I have a second ask. We need not only you to get out and vote, we need you to talk to everybody around you and make sure they get out and vote because it's going to be that close. This is a critical time for Allegheny County and your vote, your family's vote, your neighbors vote. They all matter. Please encourage people to get engaged and to vote. Vote Rocky for Allegheny County Executive this Tuesday. Well, Joe, uh, you, you put it so succinctly there. You know, I don't know what to add other than, you know, Jim, as you dealt with in your race, okay, as a Republican chair, I mean, I have elections going on every year, but I don't know that I've ever seen any as desperate as Joe's opponents today. And He's the first county executive who was in charge of the county budget, and myself as the uh, at-large on county council who oversees the budget as well. I think we both can agree that that the county has nothing to do with abortion, okay? And the county has nothing to do with Social Security. But yet these are the desperate claims of a flailing campaign out there, you know? So for our listeners out there, I just wanted to throw that out there so you knew what some of the mud being slung was, and that there's absolutely no truth whatsoever to any of that. And it's disappointing. You know, someone asked me yesterday, and I was talking about, uh, you know, Joe's opponent, and uh, a very nice, pleasant young woman, but without a plan. And I said, I understand that she may have been measuring the drapes all summer, you know, and didn't bother to put together a plan on jobs or how to address crime or how she was going to get the money that she talks about trying to invest. But what's crazy to me is it's like malpractice that even after the first debate where she got smacked right there in the face by the reality that she's up against a leader who has policies that will actually work to serve the people of the county, that her campaign has yet to put out anything telling folks what they would do in regard to jobs or crime or to be able to bring new revenue here. Well, I just want to say, uh, Joe, I I think that uh, the job is complex. It's, it's about management, uh, managing people. 
having ideas, providing leadership, and I don't think that we could, <clears throat> excuse me, I don't think we could have a better candidate. You have proven to be a wonderful candidate who has grasped the, what the county needs, understands, and you're determined to do it, and, and for that I'm, I'm, I'm grateful. Uh, I can tell you my four years were uh, the best four years, I think, of my life, and I, I would, it was my the greatest thing. I'm 90 years old. I've been in lots of jobs and, and done a lot of things. Uh, uh, like like uh, Sam, I was in the Marine Corps. That was a great experience. But being county executive, being the first one, and, and putting together the system that we still have mm-hmm. today uh, was was very gratifying. And and so uh, I, I think you, you will enjoy it. I think it will mean a lot to you and when you see your ideas come to f- fruition, I can remember going in and uh, the, the county commissioners had 32 staff members. And so I cut that down to six <laughs> and, and we became even more efficient. Uh, in fact, a lot more efficient uh, with just six people. Uh, but those are the kind of little stories that, that you, can, you will have. Uh, but it's it's a great experience. It's a great county. The people that live here are wonderful, and uh, they're they're going to appreciate your your leadership. And and while you may think that you you will get criticized for things, in the long run, people will thank you for the rest of your life uh, for doing this job, and you will feel very gratified. Well, well, Jim, let me. Thank you for doing the job uh, and getting us started on the, you know, the new home rule charter and the and 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 our first county executive. Uh, you know, I I will say I have entered into this because I want to make a difference for the people around me. And you know, if if my legacy eight or twelve years from now is that someone who's staying at the Kane Regional System had a better experience than they would have had had I not been there. Someone who touches the Allegheny Health Department actually had a better experience or we touched more people than we currently touched, right? If those are the things that we've done a better job for the people in the greatest need in Allegheny County, if that's what my legacy is eight or 12 years from now, I I will walk away as you do, proud of having had the job. Uh, I... Folks, you're hearing it. I mean, this is this is a special, special occasion. You just heard from Jim Roddy, the first county executive, sharing his insight and his experience in the job here. And you heard Joe expressing his appreciation. I'm blessed to have known both of you gentlemen. You know, Jim, I look to as a mentor helping me. Here I remember sitting down with him probably nine years ago, talking to him about potentially running for the at-large seat on county council. And he said, why do you want to do that? <laughs> you know, And yet here I am today, but then following in his footsteps is the county chair, not because we're trying to take in and make everything Republican politics, but because we're trying to add a voice, you know, a counter to some of the things that are put out there to give people a choice and to try to allow voters to pick whomever they believe has the best ideas. And, you know, Joe, one of the things that I have found incredible about your campaign is when I go to events that you have or that people hold for you, 
we're in a room and Jim, these are they're mixed. Probably hasn't happened since you ran, but you have Democrats, independents, Republicans all in the same room coming together out of sheer concern for the future direction of the county and the region, right? And I think that bodes well to what we will be able to achieve if we're able to elect Joe on Tuesday because uh, I know that he is apolitical, you know, and not a, a, you know, a biased one way or the other, but is looking forward to working with Democrats, independents, and Republicans to do whatever we can to move Allegheny County forward. Well, I think he's looking forward to working with whoever is the best person that he can find to, to do a job. And uh, that, that, will make, that will make a huge difference. Absolutely. Well, I, I, you guys have said that well, and I agree with you. It's find the right people, many of whom are the people who are doing the job today. Give the right direction, you know, setting a vision of what we're trying to accomplish. I've mentioned safest, you know, uh, municipality in the country as one. You know, grow jobs is, a, is another mission we will give the county. And every department will have the responsibility to help us grow jobs in Allegheny County. So setting vision and then allowing people through their own leadership to step forward towards that vision and offer their ideas of what they can do in their department, in their role in Allegheny County, to actually help us achieve that goal. And then, and then you know what, there may, this, there may be some incredible opportunities that present themselves as well here. And we all know, I mean, the Allegheny Conference did a study a couple years ago. They called it an inflection point. And in it, they talked about how by 2025, we would be short 80,000 workers here in Allegheny County necessary to do the jobs that we had today. In the county right now, we probably have over 1,200 open spots, positions that aren't filled. But this is an incredible opportunity to take a look at this and not just look to hire the best people for the jobs, but to look at how can we make government more efficient? Are we able to implement technology in such a way that we can make the information and the things that people use the county for more accessible more available to them, right? And then possibly be able to do that with the footprint that we have today. So it's going to be a, a, a tremendous opportunity, very exciting, and something to really look forward to and see what we're able to accomplish. Sam, I, I agree with you. We have a lot of jobs in the county. Um, you know, within the county workforce itself, it's about 1,200 positions that are open. The other thing, in addition to bringing efficiency through technology and innovative ideas, is we also can take the opportunity. Uh, we keep saying, Jim and I have said the same thing a couple times, hire the best person for the job. In some cases, it might be prepare the best person for the job, right? In Allegheny County, what we have the opportunity to do is to develop people into the jobs that we need and to give an opportunity to someone who may be doing one job but could grow into another job with the right support, mm -hmm. the right training, the right resources wrapped around them. So it's really a couple levers we have in front of us to pull to get after the open positions in county government and the open positions across the broad economy of Western Pennsylvania. No, absolutely. Yeah, just I'd like to add one other thing mm -hmm. that uh, Joe will have on his plate, and that is appointing the board members for the Port Authority and the Airport Authority and Alcasan and 
you, you need to apply the same rule uh, that you do with the people that you hire. You, you get the best people available, not people that gave you money in, in your campaign, not people that, uh, that uh, uh, want to retire at, and have, have a position in the county, uh, but, but people that really have that same drive that you have to serve the community. Jim, you are 100% right. Uh, one of the things I will ask of all of the authorities is to give me their board metrics, matrix. And by that, what I mean is, you know, you enumerate out what skills you need on the board. So if you're Alcasan, you need some legal skills, you need some financial skills, you need some engineering skills, right? You need some construction skills. And so you, you, you lay out the skills that you need on the board, then you map it against the current board members. And when you name the next board member, you're mapping them against the skills needed for that particular authority and so that they can represent the people of Allegheny County. They're not representing the county executive. They're representing the people of Allegheny County to achieve the responsibility of that particular authority. And they can only do that if they match the needs of that authority from a leadership and a skills perspective. So, so we'll do that work to make sure the people we're putting on are qualified to lead in the space that we've asked them to play. That's a remarkable uh, thing. Then there's an example of exactly what you just said. Uh, the community college, the county exec, mm -hmm. uh, appoints the board members for the community college. I did the same thing. I went to the head of the president of the community college. I said, make a list of the skills that you need. And he did. And we did not have one person on the board that matched up to any of those skills. <laughs> wow. And so I got rid of them all and brought in new people, and and it was it was amazing. In fact, uh, there were a couple of pretty powerful uh, political people that were on the board, and uh, I, I paid a little bit of a price for for some of that, but it was worth it because the Port Authority, we the Port Authority has a program to take care of disabled people so that uh, call access and mm -hmm. and uh, they have all sorts of things that they do there for for that we were the first in the country to have that program and and I was chairman of the port authority before I became county exec so I was very familiar with it and we never had a single person that had a disability that was on the board and so I appointed a blind woman to be uh, on the board, she turned, when I called her to let her know, she was on the bus, riding the bus. Wow. And, and she turned out to be one of the best board members the Port, port Authority has ever had. And it just shows you that, what a simple thing. What do you need? What skills do you need to run your organization? And fitting that, and, and uh, that's, that was, I think I was more proud of, of that appointment than, than probably any appointment that I made, and I made about a hundred of them. Well, you should be very proud of that. I mean, you, ultimately, these authorities are representing the citizens of Allegheny County to provide that service. This isn't a lifetime achievement award of I was, you know, I was responsible for X and now I get to be on this board. That's not the way it works. Maybe that's the way it worked 50 years ago, you know, in a patronage world. 
That's not the way it works today. And I will just tell you, if you elect me, uh, you know, on Tuesday, uh, I'm not a politician. I have no intention of being a politician. You just said, you know, I paid a price for that. Well, there's no price I can pay. You're not going to offend me as a politician because I'm not a politician, right? I think we have way too much politics in government today. What we need is good leaders making good decisions for the benefit of the customer, which in this case are the citizens of Allegheny County. If we have that as our beacon and everything we do and the people that we're hiring, right? You said before, Joe, you should get people who are like you. They're doing it in a selfless manner because they care about the people of Allegheny County. That's exactly who needs to be on these boards. The people who are there because they want to make life better, if we stay with the Port Authority, for the people who ride the bus. They want to provide more access to more people to ride the bus. That's who this is about. Joe, I look forward to when you're county exec for doing the things you talk about. It'll be, it'll be a pleasure to watch and to see the results. It may not be for everybody. I'm sure there's some politicians <laughs> out there listening to me thinking, oh my gosh, what is he going to do? But if you're not really doing the job, then you really shouldn't be in the job. What more do you say to something like that, Jim? Right? But no, I mean, I, I listen, this is, folks, this is a refreshing attitude, and I believe that this is what absolutely needs to take place here in our region in order for this to work, Okay. Uh, you have to have somebody that understands public service, that wants to do this job, and wants to do it for the sake of public service, not because they're looking for their next position or their next paycheck or anything of that nature. And that's why you know, I feel so blessed that uh, Joe Rocky has decided that he wanted to run instead of then run the campaign that he has, okay, to put him in the position where he's at today, which is in position to be elected our next county executive. And, you know, I've worked with uh, the current county executive for eight years, and I look forward to working with the next one here. And that means you, Joe. So folks, if you're listening to the show, please go to the polls on election day and vote for Joe Rocky for Allegheny County Executive. So can't tell you anymore, but I will come out with a PSA. Earlier, we were talking about mail-in ballots. You know, Tuesday was the last day for you to have applied for a mail-in ballot, but they need to be returned by the end of day on Election Day. However, you can't take them to the polls and return them there. If you're going to return it, it needs, and you don't have time to mail it, it needs to be dropped off at the Dropbox located in the county office building downtown. And for this next week, they have its curbside service. You can just drive down there, hand it to the worker through the window, and he'll then take it, put it in the drop box. So you can do that. If you do have a mail-in ballot, but you have not voted yet, if you take your entire ballot, that means the ballot, the secrecy envelope, and the outer envelope to the polls on election day, they will then give you a ballot that you can then vote with the regular folks in person on the machines. And I know this is complicated, folks, Trust me, it's complicated for me, and I sat on the Board of Elections, you know, for eight years. But I want to make sure everyone understands that because this is a critical election. As Jim shared what he won, he won in a county of 1.25 million by only 5,500 votes. Joe just shared that this is going to be an extremely close election as well. You know, I wish it weren't so. It's just like when we watched the Steelers. We wish they'd win every game 35 to nothing, okay? 
but yet they keep us you know, on the edge of our seats, agonizing into the fourth quarter, hoping that they'll pull off a miracle. Well, folks, we don't need a miracle. We just need you to go to the polls on November 7th and cast your vote and cast it for Joe Rocky for county executive, Steve Zapala for district attorney, and all of our other great candidates, both up and down the ballot. Jim, do you have any last remarks you would like to say? I think we've covered uh, just about everything. Uh, I, I just want to thank Joe for the sacrifice he's making. Uh, you know, he could retire and sit back and be, he was he was uh, on the board of uh, uh, Duquesne University. He could, he could, uh, he could do that. Uh, that's a great institution. He's going to find that he's out every night. He's somewhere every day. It's a seven days a week and, and long hours. I, I tell the story that I was out for 23 nights once in a row, and 19 of those nights they had served chicken. <laughs> and, and so when, when I came home, finally on the 24th night, my first home-cooked meal in almost a month, and my wife had, had fixed chicken. And I stood up and spoke for 20 minutes. <laughs> I introduced our dog. <laughs> it was just an automatic reflex. But uh, it's, it's demanding. And uh, it, will be the, it will be the most challenging job you've ever had and the most rewarding. And it's, it's interesting that usually that's the way things are, the most challenging are the most rewarding. Well, Jim and Sam, first off, thank you for your support of the campaign, uh, and thank you for having me here today. And to all the people listening, uh, I really would appreciate if you'd consider voting for me. Uh, so please vote Rocky uh, on Tuesday, and let's bring great leadership to Allegheny County. And, and Joe, before we sign off, our producer, Daryl, has a question he'd like to ask. I also, I mean, uh, I'm curious because, I mean, I, you know, you've been here a couple times now, and Sam has brought you in. Of course, I've known Jim for a long time, and I'm the outsider. I'm the elephant, uh, the outsider, like, out of the room with the elephant in the room, you know. But I just want to ask you, as an outsider who's not, uh, who, who sees what's happening here but isn't really in the weeds, where's your head at right now? This very second, we're three days away from Election Day. Where is your, where's your head at right now? What are you, what are you feeling upstairs? Uh, so what I will tell you is we can win this election. It requires the people who are listening to this radio show to get out and vote and to bring people with them, to get, the, as I said earlier, their friends, their family, to get everybody out to vote. This is going to be very, very close. We can win this election, sure, but we need your help to do it. Daryl, well, hey, I'm I'm good, man. That work good. for you. I I, I I wish you all the best. I'm very excited about this, and very excited. I'm I'm, I'm glad I've gotten to know you over the past few months, just just in this ancillary regard here. And uh, I'm 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 pulling for you, man. I'm pulling for you real hard. Thank you very much. Well, folks, I just want to add one more thing to what Joe said. Hey, we want you to go out and vote on November seventh. We want you to vote for Joe. But let me ask you, the folks who really uh, this election is important to, reach out to your friends, your family members, coworkers. Just your neighbors. Let them know how important this election is. Tell them a little bit about Joe. You know, they, uh, you know, despite the amount of money that gets spent on these races, it's television ads and, and, and mailers and things of that nature, they don't always reach everybody. I can tell you firsthand, uh, I have folks knocking on doors today 
that are talking to people in our own party who don't realize there's an election on November 7th. So, you know, we can use all the help we can get, but together, you, I, Jim, and Joe Rocky, we can make Allegheny County even better than it is today. Folks, until next week, this is Sam DeMarco signing off from the Elephant in the Room on WJAS 1320 AM and 99.1 FM Talk.